With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Okay, I'm going to wait for a few people to come in and then started oh we're live right now Hey y'all. But um no one's in the room yet. All right, okay, so everything's good to go. And we are here tonight live on the Anukai Tree. We're doing a special Facebook Live edition. Um, just so we can reach more people, we're also going to post this on the Anukai Tree blog. So if you look down at the bottom... And you can see right there, you can follow us on blogtalkradio.com slash anukaitree. Um, and on Instagram at anukaitree. Um, we're not doing live calls tonight. We're just going to be in the comment section of the live so you guys can talk with us. And um, we can get your questions and comments from there. And we're also going to be posting this on YouTube. We're also available wherever podcasts are available, like Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all of that. So make sure you guys check us out on there. Um, I'm going to move Jack over a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I'm Miss Mick Sykes. And I'm here with your illustrious host. Jip Jack on the attack. And as you know, Jack can't be on camera because of spiritual reasons. Call me Yahweh. <laughs> um, so that's the way that we're doing this now. I made a little Jack on a stick that everybody seemed to like, but I thought that this was better just to have a oh, wrong hand. 
him here. Um, that way you guys know that he's in the live with us. And I'll actually move the camera over a little bit so it looks more appropriate. Right. We got some people coming in. We're going to wait a second till more people join. Yeah, make sure you like and subscribe here and on our IG page and on our blog talk site. Like, we have a great blog. Talk about different stuff every single week. Um, we thought we'd come to you tonight with more spiritual topic. We haven't done one of those in a while. So, here with our little drink in our quarantine in the studio of our house. Um, yeah, wave people. Like, if you're in the comment section, let us know that you're here watching. Osuniye Wagwan. Um. Um, so yeah. You just want to get, do you want to get into it for tonight? I mean, like, we might as well. Brenton. Alafia. Um, so, I mean, we might as well. What's the overall, like, sort of, like, theme of this? Like, so what are we bright. talking about without going to, like, going down? Like, we have a list tonight of stuff that we're going to be talking to you about. Right. Um, what is, like, the overall concept of this episode so people can know and understand? So, without going into it too much, I guess, the overall concept is um, your mythical soul. And this is the um, idea of mystical creatures as archetypes for your own energetic workings, how you might show up in a room, how your ashe or your energy and your chi or things of that nature might be useful in a room. Um, And um, connecting them to the ideas that we can understand through uh, mythical creatures. Um, And besides just the idea, like, you know what I'm saying, that's just, like, a way I want people to uh, philosophically understand it if they're not going to, like, you know, if they just can't find themselves able to go through to the literal sense because there is also a literal sense to this. Okay. In a um, higher dimensional situation, by the time you get to dimension five in your awareness, um, you start to um, become aware of beings that exist within those realms and, you know, those realms are usually based on how order and certain things are maintained um, in the natural world. So, like, you get to see into the reality of fairies and, you know what I'm saying, and and vampires and gargoyles and... All that. All that. So... Okay. Yeah. It sounds fun. I'm down, like, me and my, like, mythical, mythological nerdy self and very excited to talk about this stuff. Um... So let's, you want to get into it? Yeah. All right. So our first category of the night is, what category? So Category is. Energy vampires. We're not talking about literal vampires. We're not talking about like the, like Twilight glistening or like, you know, Anne Rice, ancient Egyptian days, bloodsuckers right. type things. No, nor are we talking about um, literal human beings that do indulge in the drinking of blood because that is a thing. But <laughs> we're talking about energy vampires. We're talking about energy vampires, and this is something that like people get like afraid to be called. And it's like you know, of course, like because there's this whole negative connotation about vampires. And at the end of the day, like when you're when you are an energy energy vampire, you you're you do gain sustenance from draining the life force of other people in the room. But 
Um, let's define it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you're an energy vampire, can you control it, right? I feel like it's usually the first question that you get mm. from people. And it's like, yes, there are diets that you can have that will provide you a level of energy and life force. You know, usually a good, a really conscious energy vampire is a vegetarian. And um, you drain the life force in, in that way. Um, and therefore you're not draining so much life force when you enter a room, but if you do have like a really like, you know. And we all have those people in our lives who, who do that. And, um, I do feel a lot of times those people are unaware that that's what they are and that's what like they're doing. Um, for, I guess we have some tips for dealing with uh, those kind of people in your life, right? Um, so the list that we found online, but we're also gonna add more because um, there are like other practical things that can be done. Okay, so the first thing it says is ground yourself, um, so you don't get swayed by the negativity. Yeah. So like. Again, like, I don't want to put this negative connotation on vampires. We, like, we did select this list and we did read it before we came on. So just trust me that we're not, like, saying this. But when um, an energy vampire is unhealthy, they can be rather dangerous. So, um, and that's in many regards. If it's just your body or if it's just, if it's, you know, how you perceive the world and things of that nature. If you're negative, then, like, it hurts for you to drink. Um... The best, the, you know, the best vampires always were the ones that make you think that you wanted to be bitten. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, get to the point of like being like an actual, truthful, authentically positive individual, and your vampiring won't cause um, destruction. Um, and, um, but otherwise, if you are a person that's around an energy vampire, whether you um, that person is leaning towards a negative or leaning towards a positive. Um, if you ground yourself, not only will you um, not get swayed by the negativity, but you won't get swayed um, in a manipulative way by the positivity right. as well. You'll be um, grounded in a way that, like, okay, if you want to ride a positive wave, you'll be able to make decisions instead of, like, just being taken on for a glamorous ride. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's why glamour is another power that um, vampires have. So the second thing was shield yourself. Um, create like an energy bubble that uh, you practice that protects you from them. Sorry. That protects you from them. Indeed. Um, these, these, these things can be done in multiple ways. You know, like, have you ever felt like you were being drained by and like do you have any ways that you like um the bubble thing the bubble thing can work if you're like a shield person I'm a person that's very much like an emitting energy so like my energy like I'm not um an absorbent an absorbative like spirit so like what I tend to do like either is I naturally push more, like, more of that energy out so they get tired and leave me alone. Or what I'll tend to do is, um, flags. And just, like, I sort of just, like, even energetically, like, stop them. Like, okay, this person gets in contact with me about this. Like, I'm not even giving you 
my energy in order to um, de- like deal with this issue. Right. And that doesn't mean being rude or being shady. Like, you don't gotta be shady. You don't gotta be, like, sort of passive-aggressive. Like, but you can definitely, like, okay, like, I'm not gonna let you drain me from this conversation. Right. And, I mean, these are really good ways, you know what I'm saying? These are, like, practical ways, you know what I'm saying, that you can do it. And, again, it requires a level of attuneness where you can just, like, tap into how your energy is moving in a room and you're like, okay, wait a minute, mm-hmm. like, it's going very much this way without my consent. <laughs> and make a decision to stop that energy flow. Um, you know, there are other, like, practical ways that don't necessarily require your active participation. You can get um, crystals. Amethyst is really good for protecting yourself from energy and psychic vampires. Um, you know, there are different crystals and in, in general. Um, pyrite will help you transmute that energy to something else, you know what I'm saying, um, in, the, in a situation where, like, you could potentially make an energy vampire a more positive individual in the room and therefore have some control that way. Um, but you still be kind of take, be taken for a ride, ride with pyrite. Um, you can get talismans, um, you know, and, okay. you know, these things, like, these are all kinds of things that, like, can get done by, you know, your local shaman or something, or I don't know, something either people do um, talismans. I'll, I'll be learning if they do it, of course. And, um, you know, different things like that to protect you. You know, like even like something like your grandmama necklace, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, she was a, if she was a prayer warrior, that thing got some protection <laughs> on it. So, you know. Oh, we got people coming in. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for coming um oh oh well um oh god the cat like the cats have been like acting crazy like having us every day yeah they're like what is going on like uh, get out of here bye you're not allowed in this room bye this is the studio people get allergic to you when they come in (laughs) before so anyway okay the third thing says is hang out in groups of three or more this is so amazing. like you don't get like sort of like it's not like directly on you, and that's why some energy vampires like to definitely like fuck with Pat and I as a couple because we're both like very plentiful in our energy and we are generous. So like it, sometimes you know, most of, you know I mean like by the time like people, we get actually do get around people when they actually come over you know, but that's why they like us you know and it's um you know we we're good at like noticing that and like making sure that like we're in tune with like right. how we can flow whether we can hang with someone whether we even like want to because i mean like you i mean like again like you around a good energy vampire that shit can feel really good you know so it's really just how you well, you're in the giving mood. Yeah, you gotta, of course, be the list. Gotta be consensual to some degree, and then you don't feel like. You're but if you're also not a person of like a lot of like psychic energy to give, like you gotta know, um, your like your checkpoints. Right. And so, like, if you must interact with that person, it's better to like interact in a group, so that way at least right. you can bounce it off and divide it into different places. Right. And um, Pat and I definitely show up as we're. Three and two, you know, it just is what it is, you know. So that's why, like, we can handle it even when we are, even when we find ourselves in spaces with energy vampires. Um, not at it's our easier. best. 
<laughs> um, easier. Yeah, so that's just so that like you don't get um, swallowed up, and we're gonna come back to that um, later because there's a there's another kind of energy drainer that doesn't require. It doesn't matter how. Many yeah, you guys seen the list? Um, Are you talking about this? Yeah, the list is out. Oh yeah, the it. list of this. Yeah. Um, you want me to read? Like we're gonna come back to. The, I didn't even come back to the list later. I was saying we're gonna come back to that particular number. Oh okay. Um, do you want me to just read through the rest of the things instead of going point by point? Yeah, provided the sitting here is pretty, like, regular. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, you can see it. Provide a listening ear, um, extend a helping hand, be light on that. Yeah, like, you, it, it's really, it's really like, the, the, what they, you know what I'm saying, I don't know if this is what they mean, but the, the issue is, like, you extending it makes it a more pleasurable experience because then, like, y'all can, like create it together, even if, because right. you are, you have some level of control, you know what I'm saying, in the situation, so that's important. Um, stick to, like, topics, eh, that was one I was, I was kind of, like, iffy on, but, like, okay, like, I guess, like, based on the idea that, like, if they start talking about something that you know is going to be heavily emotional for you, if you are incapable of giving all of your emotional energy to a topic, then sure, you know? But otherwise, like, you can talk about heavy shit. I mean, that might just be an Aquarius trait, where we can talk about heavy shit and not literally have our entire, like, selves in a situation and be completely drained by somebody. So, um... The cat isn't here, and he's not supposed to be, so he's getting kicked out again. Just close the door. Really trying to finesse his way in here. You, okay. you swear that? They swear they slick. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, deep people can go to deep topics. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it just is what it is. Um, Reduce contact for sure, for sure. And I mean, if you just don't like your energy being drained at all, then that's that too. But. <laughs> If it's a negative vampire, I, then I can't. I, I'm not gonna say too much on that. Definitely don't. Um, um, away from your life. That's in extreme cases. Energy vampires are necessary. Like everybody's necessary. You don't. If a good one is gonna take. Okay, here's a tip for energy vampires. Because again, you cannot help who you are. Right. So, um, learn how to be very in control of your breath. This is for everybody anyway. This is a, that's the basis for everyone. But for you, I want you to be very clear on your inhalation. If you can create a filter, I want you to see a filter on your nose or see a filter on your mouth or see, even see a filter in all of your pores and filter that, attune that filter to other people's negativity. Then put another filter behind it that is positively charged. That's going to be uh, rotated at, at 90 degrees so that it filters it again and mm-hmm. splits it and creates positive ions in the situation. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is taking away the like people's hurt and pain and creating a healing space and a healing experience for the people in the room while also gaining positivity for yourself because you have become a transmuter. You, as a, an energy vampire, 
need to be so attuned to energy that you can do something with it. Right. Okay. So, I like that. That's good advice. Thank you. So, um... But the yeah. cutaway is extreme cases. And that's when, like, you've told this person that's what they're doing. And they, they're not doing things within themselves to sort of check that. Right. Where you going? Oh, could you hit me off? What's you trying? What's you saying? I was having some rum and a little bit of the concoction I made. I don't know if there's any of that left. <laughs> um, while Jack is doing that, please make sure you guys follow us. On our different platforms, we have a blog that we do every week. We're doing it this week from Facebook Live because we're in quarantine and we're bored. Jack can't be on camera because of spiritual reasons, so we have a little Jack picture here so you guys can see when he's talking. Make sure you um, check check out our blog on our website on blogtalkradio.com slash a new country that's down there. Um, we're on everywhere podcasts are available, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, we're on YouTube, so make sure, like, if you miss this live, check us out on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. We have great clips of our blog and different questions and discussion topics that we bring to y'all before we do these. So make sure you interest, interact with us on Instagram. Um, usually, like, you can do a live call in. We're not doing um, the podcast live on Blog Talk tonight just because I don't want to do it that, like, my head is wrapped up, like, the barbershops are closed, and, like, it's a mess. Right now, so like that, it is. It is what it is. Um, thank you guys for being in the room. Oh, Sophia is watching. Sophia, um, yo, if you guys have any questions, if if you have, if you are an energy vampire, you have any questions on being an energy vampire, um, come out. Like you're not in any danger. We this is just free space. We still love you and. Everything that you do is still important. It just happens to be that you were not trained, and that's all it means. Um, so, ask your questions if you um, are around any energy vampires on a regular basis, or need to know if you are around any energy vampires. You can ask some questions. We'll give that like ten seconds to see a question pop up, and if not, you can always ask at the end, but we want to just make sure yeah, things are certainly, certain clear, certainly, um, a certain level of clear. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking this way because, like, I'm looking this way because Jack is over here. And, like, in, like, reality of, like, the program we're using, like, I would have to look over here and not see him. So if you guys see me looking this way, it's because I'm actually looking at Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in reverse <laughs> on the program. And I can switch that, but I'm not going to do that right now to take the chance of, like, <laughs> fucking everything up. Word. Um, all right. So, no questions for now. I guess we'll move along. Mm-hmm. So, now we're going to talk about Succubus. Succubi. Okay. So, the Succubus. Let me get my cigarette for this. <laughs> Hey, Sistrin. No, let me stop. We, you know, it, I am oh, indeed... Oh, I am indeed of the Succubus um, tribe. Um, uh, here's the thing. People are, people are multiple things. So it is what it is. Um, we tend to be very particular in the energies that we want to absorb. And that is... Um, 
one of the main differences. So like we said, we were going to go back to the list um, from before that number three, um, where it was saying that you should be in company of three people more for a subject. Just, it don't matter. If they want your energy, it's going to be yours. Okay. Basically. And we don't got to touch you to get it. So don't, it, it's not about like things like sexuality, mm-hmm. even though we do tend to be the insatiable ones. And, um, but it's, that's not necessarily where we get our main source of the energy we're seeking from you, you know? Um, it just is what it is. And, um, <laughs> the thing is a lot of us do also sing, a lot of us um, either dance, a lot of us have a lot of water spirits around us, um, we're very... But at the same time, the, the a, a good succubus is going to also like give and do things with the energy that they're getting from right. you, like for both of you. You know, even if they're not your partner, if they are choosing to get energy from you, you both will most likely. And the thing is, succubus is working in a way like I, like I'm using the term demonic loosely. In this, because there's a, there's levels to that, so I'm not even going to get into that, but it's like a low-level way of gathering energy to the point where you wouldn't realize it. Like, we're like energy vampires, like, you you, you feel, feel that it. shit happening. That's true. Where it's like, suck you, like, um, suck you by, like, you're not really going to know. It's actually going to elevate your life in some way. They're doing something with their energy that's going to promote you, but <laughs> if, if they loose with it, you might die. <laughs> like I like to use the Kardashians as an example because mm. that's like a good like popular culture reference that right. you can see like it's like a family of suck your eye For but sure. they real loose with it they loose with it they don't uh, they don't get what's happening they just love the they, they, they become addicted to the hunt and addicted to the drain process which is fun and it feels oh great. yeah this is a real free podcast I'm like I'm gonna um Smoke my cigarette in here because, like, some of these topics we get heavy. Here's <laughs> my thing. That's how we do it. Just here, what's good? <laughs> that's, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. So, uh, <laughs> it's been a minute, bro. But, um, so we're, so we're, um, so essentially, like, don't feel bad, Succubi. You just gotta really, like, understand when to reel it in. You can't, okay, like, what what movie was that one? It was like they had to, they could suck your soul, but they, there was like a last drop that they couldn't take. And, and oh my if they, God. they took it, they would turn the stone or some shit like that. Oh, that's um, that's Anne Rice, um, um, vampires. Oh, right, right, right. So it's similar to that. Like, whereas, like, okay, when people think of energy vampires, they think they're getting attacked by one person. I mean, that, that only one person is in a room, and that one person is attacking them, them only. Again, it's a very, it's a very visceral experience when you're dealing with an energy vampire. You feel that thing happening, right? But you, some of y'all think it's only happening to you when it's really happening to everybody in the room, right? right. And um, what a succubus is like, you can't, like, you can't, you can't take that last drop, girl. You can't even get close. Nope. You gotta, you gotta leave, you gotta leave 50% in there. Or you'll turn your NBA player into a crackhead. Like, it it's dangerous. Like, you could... You could really fuck the thing up. For real. But, um... <laughs> suck, like, unlike energy vampires, suck you by, you don't have to be too aware of. Unless unless they loose with it, and then, right. like, they're gonna make you aware of it. Again, sister, it's no... It's, it's, it's no... It's no shade, it's no tea. It's just... 
for your educational and training purposes. So again, what you do is breathe, right? When you find somebody attractive, you have to oh, not we'll put this back up. only um, you have to not only really feel them out before you begin your absorbing process, but also do some legitimate due diligence. Mm. So when they give you their name, it at some point remember it, know how to spell it, and go in the bathroom and Google this motherfucker. Mm. Like look up their Facebook, look up everything. If they don't got no picture on their Facebook and they they shit is private, they might have some shit going on that you don't want no parts of. If they talking about let's go, you know what I'm saying, don't you wish we was back to them kind of days. <laughs> I cannot. Man, you know what I'm saying? You know that you can't do it, you know? And um, the the thing is, like, you begin... So this is the issue. You are a natural transmuter. You begin the process of transmuting, usually before you begin the draining process. And what that does is make you hungrier. So instead of going through all of that, just get good energy. Mm-hmm. And then when you get good energy, you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do your best to, like, be getting good energy at all times. And that will cause you to at least leave them with half of who they are (laughs) intact before you Uh, move them. At least half, girl. Like, you can't, like, once you pass that half mark, it's, it's dangerous. Okay, so the next topic is, um... Fairies versus wood nymphs. Okay, so it's not really a versus thing. Well, fair, like the difference between fairies and wood nymphs, and really, like they, they like to do differences. Where we want to, we, 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 the thing we would usually bring fairies up against are pixies. They will come later, but I want to put things in groups so that y'all understand certain things like that. You know, personalities that come with these things. Um, certain, I want to group them and really like help people find their tribe versus like having people at war against each other. So, um, ha, huh, fairies and wood nymphs. Okay. Okay, well, can, can I you, start? You can definitely do Okay, so I'll take fairies. So fairies, um, are a light energy, like an offset of angels that are assigned work and, ele- like, in um, for elemental forms. Sort of like, like if you look at like the Tinkerbell movies, fairies work a lot like that. Right. Like they have specialties, they work in special like specialty areas, but every area of like life that needs like support, like the little tiny things that you don't have to think about. Like you think about instincts and like where they come from and how like certain animals are born knowing like who tells the turtles to go back to the beach that it was born on to lay its eggs. Like how does that happen? Or like why do elephants know like the same route that they travel for like for food and water and have a certain place that they go to die and be buried essentially mm. like things like things like that so aspects that we don't think about fairies do that sort of spiritual work and work in sort of like the makeup of like our world and the universe so like I would categorize spirits as the things responsible for growth and um 
that being said, like the, like everything that was said is is definitely true. But the the thing that makes their prime directive work in the way that they work is about it expanding upward. Okay. So upward or inward, because like it's not it's never downward, right? So, um, those they they're very much in charge of you know what I'm saying like the circle of life, like even when it comes to subtle things like if this baby elephant's gonna be eaten by a lion instead of surviving, that's something that's actually worked out in the fairies cultural exchanges okay. between the lion and the elephant and the fairies know what's gonna happen and it works within the order and it's just about their prime directive. Wood nymphs are more the they're special, extremely specialized. Yeah, they're super specialized, but they're in the Earth family, and their work together is very important um, in terms of like how people might be fairies or have like have fairy energy or be in a fairy clan or have fairy packs or whatever have you. There's all kinds of relationships that you can have with any being, whether it is something like who you are or. It is like we said that literal um, communication aspect mm-hmm. where fairies. This is something that very much is something like that. Where it's like, are there like fifth dimensional succubi? Mm, not really. Mm-hmm. Like that's really just like an energy thing based on like certain DNA traits and things of that nature. So um, and how like the sound chambers resonate in the. But we'll get into all of that. As but wood nymphs literally like inhabit wood, right? And they um, essentially exchange like nutrients from fairy energy in a non-invasive, non non succubi, non energy vampire way. It's like it's like the fairies like hand them ashe versus like it being their own mm-hmm. ashe. It's like the ashe built up from like the kinetic energy that right. growth takes. They give to the woodness so that they can do their part to grow trees actually. You know what I'm saying? With how they move the molecular structure of trees and work within the molecular structure of wood things. So, um, how that translates to how you guys can come together, um, these people are usually extremely manifestatively gifted, meaning that they um, have a penchant for being able to manifest things um, into their world. Everyone has this gift, blah, blah, blah. But no, some people are on the planet specifically gifted for actually like germinating and fucking making shit like come Girl. to fruition. Yeah. So um, <laughs> they are like the spiritual agriculturalists and just get with them and make sure that um, when, when you two meet, um, the wood nymph is going to play a somewhat secondary role in the room with a fairy. The fairy is going to have most of the practical ideas to the air elementals, which they might be spirit fairies, but there's usually more sprites in, in the in the air. Um, and we'll talk about it later. There are fairies, but sprites will come up. Um, so the sprites in the room, if you will, will have their the ideas and, how, and what to do into what we should do 
the fairies will know how to get the shits done. The wood nymphs would then be able to actually do the things, right? And the pixies will cause disruption in order to make it better. But, um, so... Oh, I, I just thought of something. <laughs> so, that's really that's really them. Um, again, if there are any people that identify as fairies or wood nymphs, please let it be known. Hey, Azalea. Um... Dolores was good. Hope some of y'all still here. And yeah, I was gonna say, like talking about like the actual um, creature. Um, think about like things like dimensional planes and sort of like living frequency. Um, the diff, like a good, like a good distinction between like fairies and woodness. Like fairies live in this, like, dimension that we're in there in all dimensions, but they just, like, at a much, like, higher frequency. Mm-hmm. So they're vibrating, like, so fast. We, like, they're living faster than we can see. Right. Fifth dimensional um, beings. Not, not not very high. But, I mean, high. But not, like, so high that we can't reach it. Fifth dimensional beings. Not, like, seven. Whereas wood nymphs, I'm sorry. Whereas, like, wood nymphs are, um, primordial spirits. Like, they just are and aren't, um... That, like, this depiction of a wood nymph is what a wood nymph might want to look like, but they don't actually look like anything. Yeah. They're not regular. It's like, things are actually, like, small. Like, tiny like tiny things as we would, like, compare to our, like, size and, like, flesh. And, like, if they wanted to manifest in, like, a flesh form, they would probably be very tiny as we're used to, like sort of like the animated and artistic depictions, whereas, like, a wooden nymph could be as big as, like, the biggest tree you could imagine as well, because it's not really... But they don't affect much space in actual, like, dense dimension, because they also vibrate pretty high, but, like, higher, and don't necessarily, like, they don't, like, actually take up space. They would take up visual space, but they don't take up actual, like... Space. Yeah, airspace. So... Um, Bridget was goody, la, la, la. We talking about your people. Let me stop. Um, so if any fairies want to come out, just out of the If any fairies or wood nymphs want to come out, you can totally come out as a fairy or wood nymph. We give you a safe space to do so. And if you have any questions about... Right, yeah, we're talking about a lot of complex shit. So if you got that question, you can come out anything we're talking about. Before we move on to the pixies and sprites, do you guys have any questions about it? Because, yeah. Or anything to add, like we don't know ever. Like we're like we're experts, but we're not like we haven't read everything on fair. Like some people are really like connect with it, have that energy, have fairies as gods. Although fairies are very fickle, so make if you got a fairy on your side, like it's it's good because they like they don't really be fucking with us like that. But um, if you have like any experience or any knowledge or anything that you know about like fairies. Right. Or even wood nymphs like share that because like we would like we want to know and be enriched. Indeed. And people get knowledge through all sorts of ways. If anything resonates and confirms, you know what I'm saying, something for you, definitely give a holler. You might be a fairy or wood nymph. A good time to see them is like when you're first waking up when you're not fully awake. Yeah. And your like consciousness hasn't like really connected to the speed of time. Like when you wake up and don't know what time it is, if you sort of like don't focus. Like, just, like, kind of just, like, open up your awareness. You'll see them. 
And it's, it's, it's interesting because, like, Don't Focus is indeed, like, something that um, is an interesting way to put it and open up your awareness is also, like, a really great way to put it. Like, okay, I was trying to tell some people, and this is a good lesson, please. Ooh, um, look I was at trying you. to tell some people, um, you know, that when they begin to focus um, in a spiritual way where, like, when they're trying to, like, get some answers or whatever have you that they can't squint, Right. Like, people, like, can feel their third eye, right, right in the middle of their forehead. And then, like, there's a point where you feel like you're going to focus as you start squeezing, right? And it don't even got to be, like, a thick squeeze. It just be, like, a subtle squeeze from the middle of your muscle. Nah, do the opposite. Open it up. Relax her. Relax her as much as you can. Relax her to the point where you start feeling, like, the space in between the space, in between the pores, the molecules start to separate and relax. And then that's when pictures get clearer. So, um, yeah, you'll see the, the other, the other thing is before you master that, like if you're in a nice space that has a lot of trees or even like one good tree, um, and the window is already open, that is your best bet. By the time you get to a point where you're really like getting into your body enough to open a blind, you've already lost it. Yeah. You got to be like that really like groggy, like you don't know what's going on. You're not quite sure where you are. Like take those moments to open up your awareness and it also can help with your grounding. Yeah. It's going to be a little freaky at first when you see how many there are around. It's almost mosquito-ish, but you'll be able to tell the difference. Um, so before we move on to our next topic, so this was um, Fairies and Women. So you're just joining us now. Make sure when we um, this live is done, you... Look back at it and follow us on Blog Talk Radio slash Anukai and listen to us wherever podcasts are available. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna do the whole thing right now. Right. It's like it's right. It's 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 right there. It's like right. It's right there. there. Um, Pixies versus sprites. This is fun. Pixies versus Pixies well, and sprites. Like, it's not, sprite. I, this I is not versus, versus. Look at how look at how negative he is. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> that's all like we're, we're trying to build tribes okay so now sprites and pixies are the ones with the tooth right now let me get something clear fairies have attitude as well okay but fairies are that like nice mean that mean nice shade where it's like bitch didn't can I, I like I and they can't. have to deal with us some of the, some of them are assigned to dealing with you right, matter right. so it's not like they can't and even just from a even from a personal like from we're talking about people who are fairies as well like it's just like they like their shade you recognize their shade through that like can I like I can't outright cuss you out right now because maybe only I know that that was shade you know what I'm saying? Like you like <laughs> was that nice? No, that that was shade. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, like, they don't necessarily have attitude. You know what I'm saying? They're like here to work. They're usually like, hey yeah, let's get it done. You know? Um Pixies and Sprites are the ones that tend to have attitude because they sometimes want to have leadership roles where, like, their manifestative abilities are not quite popping. They do better at manipulating what's already there. Oh, and just so you... And just in case you're wondering from um, the visual, the chick in the green is the sprite and the, 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 the bluer, purplish chick is the... 
pixie. Now, these, although as far as gender, you want to get into that? We will in one second. I want to make one connection first. The sprites and pixies work in the same way that fairies and um, wood nymphs work non-respectively. So let me put that respectively. Fairies are to wood nymphs as pixies are to sprites. Okay? Whereas some would consider, and this is, I want y'all to feel this understanding, but from like a more personality and like just like a smaller space than people would want to create this dynamic or this quote unquote dichotomy. Um, fairies and wood nymphs are to the sun as um, pixies and sprites are to the moon, right? Mm, and I like that. They, it's not, it, it's, it's not supposed to create this good evil dichotomy. It's not that at all. It's really, and, and not a light and dark, like where like dark energy is like something like, no, 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 no. A daytime and nighttime. Like that's the only like way that I can I really it. Can't both sit times, anywhere. Both times, yeah, no, that's, the couch is like super low and it's not even really that comfortable. So that's better to sleep on, though. Oh, um, no. Well, that's not what I was talking about, like, as far as my camera position. Oh, okay. Comfortable, yeah. Um, so, that being said, right, when we talk about wood nymphs, um, when we talk about um, pixies and sprites, pixies are even smaller than fairies. Like, pixies are tiny, tiny, tiny. Pixies fuck with subatomic particles. And they are super good at transmutation. It's like literally their favorite thing to do when they're being super mischievous. It's not that fairies aren't mischievous as well. The motherfuckers will play a trick on you. Do not. But like literally, fairies. like cancer. Like even trees get cancer. Like that was probably a pixie that fucked up. Right. So end of the day, this is their their subatomic particles, their molecules. They're really like working on from a super subatomic level which is why when they have the ideas in the room if you are a pixie identified person you tend to have a lot of the ideas in the room because you're thinking from a very pointed lens and when that happens there's a level of big picture that you can see that's even bigger than what everybody else can see but you're like right at the center of it so you tend to have a dichotomy with fairies because the leadership role on this dimension tends to be with the person who has the ability for for coming up with the practical application ideas right so that's where this fight happens what what I was going to say is that like sort of if you think of it in terms of like a body like the the pixies are almost inside the fairies or like they use that energy where and like the wooden like the sprites are inside the wood nymphs but like not don't think of it like strictly internally but like think of it more as like a using so like if we if we be, if so um, to like if I would Using is a, is a, is interesting. I would most I would say creating, but um, we're I'm gonna get into it. But before that, if you think of the universe as a body, right? They say the thing is constantly growing. So are you right? There might be a time where it begins to shrink because it shrink because it gets too old and it dies. We have no idea what the fuck is up with the universe, right? But if you think of the universe as a body in and of itself, like you think of a body of an ocean that has things in it, you might have an island might have this, that, 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 
you see this universe as a body, us as essentially subatomic particles because there's freaking <laughs> galaxies, etc. And we're inside a galaxy, inside a solar system, inside a planet, on some land. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, if you think of what he's saying is if you think of what they're saying, if you think of a tree as we see a tree, fairies, wood nymphs in that universe, pixies in that universe. So it's like the smaller you get, like right. pi- like pi- like pixies live on planet wood nymph. No, sorry, the sprites live on planet wood nymph. Pixies live on planet fairies. So it would be wood nymph, sprite inside that wood nymph, fairies, pixies inside that um, fairy. And that's also why sprites have dual abilities, tend to have, like, well, do have dual abilities. Right. Or dual aspects, rather. At least dual. But mostly, but mo- and mostly dual at the same time. What I mean by at least dual is that some specialty sprites can do all things <laughs> elemental. Others usually have a pairing of one major and one minor. So as when you're looking at this border sprite that we are looking at in the green, you see the leaves. You see the leaves as well because she's not only attuned to water; she's also attuned to the earth. Um, there are a lot of water sprites that are also attuned to air, which um, which mean that they might exist at a um, level even smaller than one that would be attuned to Earth, simply because their relationship is focused literally on a particle that is smaller than than a piece of dirt. So <laughs> it is what it is there. Um, so. Pixies, again, are very much in charge of transmutation, which is why I would say they create the energy to give to um, fairies. So it's like where fairies are doing the work, pixies are like taking the sweat and using it as fuel to say, mm. keep going. Because fairies don't like really rarely get tired when they're like actually working on what's within their purpose. Right. Pixies neither. Right. So. Yeah. That was a lot. Since <laughs> you're super good at transmutation, sprites, you're super good at finding a way to use whatever energy you actually get. So, like, you're not necessarily gifted at transmutation. It doesn't mean that you cannot build it as a skill. It is a skill. Um, and, um, but what it means is that, like, even if you get something negative, you know how to use it. So it's like, some people would consider a gun negative. If you got a gun, it's not like you like you are kind of automatically imbued with the ability to shoot it. Like you just know what to mm. do with with what you get. <laughs> you know, pixies. You're like, yeah, that's not what I wanted. There we go. That's what I wanted. <laughs> um. That was a lot. That was yeah. fun. I'm glad we did it on live so, like, we don't have a time constraint. Because, like, with Blog Talk, you got to pick. Um, and, like, if you upload an episode, like, it's just the, the length of an episode. Whereas, like, um, us doing it on live, it can be however long we want. And then we just upload it. But, like, if you do it live, you got to pick a time constraint. 
and we probably gonna go over. We probably gonna be here for a while. Right. People coming in and out, you know. People still working. Shout out to our healthcare workers and like our teachers that are working out at like the national rec centers, still supporting our children and doing like work from home because like the distance learning because that that's literally like teaching is a twenty four hour thing, but like this has made it actually twenty four hours because now like students are coming in and out at not their leisure but like at the best time for them to learn. Um, so you got to deal with it as it comes and like all our supportive staff is out there like doing the thing. Um, people are screaming to get in. Um, and everybody just out there still working, like making our restaurants run, like doing right. food deliveries. Like, thank, thank y'all. Like everybody, needs- like this proved that everybody's an essential worker. Right. Period. Like, period. Yeah. We don't need, we need everybody. We need y'all. So thank y'all. Um, okay, so, you know, we, we're going to, I guess if you have questions, you'll ask questions later. If You you can always hit my inbox with questions. I would prefer to go live so that, you know, we can have um, this discussion as openly as possible and as many people can learn about it as possible. But if you're shy and you want to know something, I, I don't mind letting you know what the tea is for you um, as it pertains to this in my inbox. So just hit me I'm going to need some um, drink. Um... We're moving on to trolls. I'm gonna move Jack's center while I step out. So Jack is talking. Trolls. We so much in Trolls. Hi trolls. So trolls is really funny and I really hate like kind of what's been happening with trolls at, on the internet. Um there are levels of truth to that idea that make it more difficult for it to be something that people don't consider negative in actuality. But realize that none of these things are like bad, right? Negativity from an energetic standpoint doesn't necessarily have to create badness. It's just a polarity that is necessary <laughs> for growth and for the continuation of things, right? So trolls definitely do a lot of challenging. Um, Trolls are responsible for the exchange of energy and energy getting from one place to another. So trolls are essentially that bridge, right? Which is why we have them under bridges and things of that nature. And a lot of times they do um, understand the importance of their job and charge a toll. And it is what it is. And I mean, they understand it a lot earlier than most people. And unfortunately, I feel like the internet sometimes gives people that are legitimate spiritual trolls um, a way to do it for free in a way that's not healthy, but is the most fun that they've ever had. And because end of the day, like, they have fun with these riddles. They have fun with, um, you know what I'm saying, like, essentially, like, making it harder for you to make this energy happen. A troll in a room doesn't necessarily make it harder for the thing to get done if they understand their purpose in place. What it does is make it, what it does is raise the value of everything done. So a troll in the room will literally make a good troll in the room will literally make your project worth the most it could potentially be worth. 
a bad troll in the room, it's going to make you feel so bad for ever having an idea that wasn't already worth the million dollars it should have been. You know what I'm saying? So, like, trolls are yet another part of the negative polarity of life that is not necessarily meant to be harmful, but is indeed meant to do that work that grows people up. So when you see somebody that is an intelligent troll online and they say something that's opposite to what, you know what I'm saying, is going on um, in people's minds, you know what I'm saying, or the worst thing that could potentially be going on in people's minds, a lot of times they're doing it just to be like, look, and these are the, also the assholes you have to contend with, not that they actually believe those terrible things or that... Um, they are trying to say, you know what I'm saying, are trying to cause as much mischief as you think they are. Right. But sometimes these motherfuckers don't know can how smart they need to be and they cause all kinds of... Can I add something? I don't know if you said it already. Mm-hmm. But like trolls are the people that play devil, devil's advocate to point out a flaw in your thinking. Right. Where like something like you, crit- like you critically miss something and like they say it in such a way like to play, like, sort of like, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate not to sort of just be um, contrarian or create some undue controversy to imbalance the room, but, like, I want to give you this perspective to, like, see that you might have missed something. It's a healthy troll. Yep. An unhealthy troll will do that other thing. Gaslight. Right. So... It's people who have to come out as trolls. And it's also price. They're not going to play devil's advocate for free. Right. Like, and that's not necessarily monetary. Like, right. like you said, there's... There's other ways to pay. But at the end of the day, again, them in a room while doing that exact thing is going to make your room better and worth more because it, they're literally charging you more spiritual currency to get the thing done and then suddenly you've paid into it million dollar, you know what I'm saying, spiritual currency and now your project is on a million. That's why sometimes I wish I had people that would like push me in the studio and like tell me to do more because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to do that myself but I'm not like a troll, you know what I'm saying? There's another kind of like creature um, that I happen to be in the tribe with. Have you have you found any tribes you want to come out as anything that we've Um my tribes aren't really like in this list. Like I sort of have a a a, a fairy mm-hmm. situation going on. Like I definitely like align with fairy energies. Um I'm not a fairy, like I'm a mermaid. Mm-hmm. And that's not really in there. Mermaids do different stuff as well. Um but like as far as being like the thing we're talk- like the things that we're talking about tonight is essentially elemental forces that sort of um, appear within human nature. Mm-hmm. I'm not really like an elemental force. Like there are fairies around me because like I have a lot of like youthful spirits around me, mm-hmm. and like I see them very clearly like in the work they do, and I appreciate that. But like I'm not, I know I'm not. Interesting. Any of these things. I, I think you were a troll. Really? Mm-hmm. You got some troll energy in there. I can see that. I can see that. I would like to think that I do that to point out flaws in people's thinking. I definitely do it to um, stir controversy and balance when I feel uncomfortable. 
Um, and that that's not a that's not a positive trait. Right, like that's, that's not like that's 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 very like unhealthy. Um, I'm learning that that is not a positive thing for anyone in the price. I I I wind up paying inevitably. Right. When you when you troll in that sort of way, when you're not doing it for any sort of function. Other than to sort of like gaslight or like throw the attention in the room. Right. Um so I say powerful awareness. And I feel like the way you combat that is give that energy purpose. Notice when it comes up. And again, like this is part of the reason why I feel like this live and episode and et cetera was important because like people need to know where the energy aligns. And you've got to be consciously aware of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I have a bunch of friends. A lot of times in my readings, like certain things, like yeah, your energy is kind of like this. Like I'm getting this, and people usually like really align with what it is. Um, like resonate with what it is that I say that I'm getting from them in terms of these um, and this energy with these mythical creatures. Um, but they, you know, what I'm saying it helps them like understand just like from a kind of inner knowing perspective when they hear that term they're like ah yes mm. and that looks like this and like this and like this and like this you know what I'm saying and I see when this happens so like when you really know these things it helps you it, it, it can help if, if depending on which lens you look at life it can help develop that energy in a way that's better you know like knowing I was a succubus was like very important. And I'm bad you called me up just now, but like I was able to verbalize certain things. Yeah. I appreciate that. You let ready me, to go? You ready to move on? Let me man. Any trolls want to come out? I know it feels ugly, but trolls are so important. Oh my god. They're the they're the they're the Capricorns that are for the team. Like they, like, <laughs> like in, in astrology, if you find a Capricorn that that is really actually for the team and not just like for their own money, oh my god, you know y'all are getting the money. You know that y'all are finna get this money. And I'm not a Capricorn, by the way. Right. But it's that's what I'm saying. Like this is why, like, this is where things like go outside of the zodiac. You know what I'm saying? That's like people wanna like attribute their whole life to the zodiac sign, but like, And it's not we got there's so many things at play. Like you are you are universe unto yourself. Right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are happening in existence to maintain that. Right. Outside of your, like, outside of the universe of yourself. Exactly. We are multifaceted. So, moving from trolls, what do we got? Golems? Golems, yes. Hi. Thank you. Look at you remembering. <laughs> um, better than me, because, like, I definitely don't have that type of brain. Golems. Um, I need it. Golems. Golems are so, I told, like, I didn't want to have, like, before we start, we were doing our pre-production meeting, I didn't want to do this because golems are so uh, you gotta just look them up you gotta really let's do your research online like I've read book and golems appear like the one thing about golems I will say they appear in every single culture right every single culture that has like the mysticism that still exists or even like before it was destroyed if you can like find information about it everybody knows how to make golems now this is the best part about golems. Golems are make are made and makeable. Like 
there are things like okay, like if you want to consider the something that would like be considered a mountain nymph, those are actually golems. Like mountains, like like the things that protect mountains and the things that you know what I'm saying are golems created by like spirits that govern over certain like over minerals, right? So they are like they are in a dimension above us, but at the same time you as a person can make a gullum in the dimension that we're in that they will exist in a dimension below us and will freaking do shit for you. Holy shit. So I think they provide need... it's funny that we're going to gargoyles after that because mm-hmm. it's some of the the magic necessary to create a golem is some of the magic necessary to work with gargoyles. a gargoyle. Right. Um, but um, golems basically like various types of earth magic. I'm not going to get too specific because literally, like I said, they appear in every culture: Chinese culture, African culture, Indian culture, like everybody, like um. Native American culture, Aboriginal culture, like every everybody, like Europeans, like everybody, like makes the shits, because they can provide protection. They um can fight for you, um so you don't have to expend all your energy actually like spiritually or like physically like fighting. Um, they can provide sanctuary for you. You can like literally make a golem that you like live in. Spiritually and even sometimes physically, like you think of castles. Castles are actual like physical golems, right. but like the supporting factor that is gargoyles. Right. So um, yeah. So like I mean, extremely well said. So that being said, everybody need a golem. It's time for you to figure out how to make a golem. Honestly, like there's no like. I mean, like I can't say that there's no. Every culture has their rules and their ingredients for golems and things of that nature. I feel like with enough ancestral understanding, you can gather shit that you know that you need. You can, of course, Google the properties of certain herbs and all these kinds of things and make even little... And they have different names. Right. Like, golem is a European name. Right. And make these and make these golems um, yourself. Now, if the culture that you're aligned with requires somebody be initiated to make certain things, you know what I'm saying, then, like, you gotta get the initiation factor popping, whether that's you find somebody that's initiated or you see if you yourself need to be initiated. These are things that you've got to do. And then you just make your golems, man. Like, it's 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 necessary that we, in, that we even get to understanding these dimensions so that we don't repeat, like, going down. The thing about golems is, like, they're semi-sentient, meaning, right. meaning that um, the thing, the person, the entity, or whatever that created them... Um, imbues it with certain knowledge to do what it wants it to do and it makes instinctual decisions based on what it was created to do. It's, Whereas like you don't have to directly think Golem move this way, Golem move that way. It will move in the way that it was designed to have you and then they realize that humans the problem. So they wanna killing humans because they the, the reason that humans dying or whatever have you, right? So like prime directive then Gives you gives, um, gives them the understanding by which they will move in all situations for in the best possible move that can be made in all situations for the outcome that you've programmed them to be 
most caring about. And that's what I want to say. Like, golems are not easy to make. Like, really, like, I wanted to say, like, even, like, most African cultures that, like, when you make something that's golem, like, adjacent or, like, in that, like, sort of realm or um, umbrella of what a golem is requires initiation. Same thing, like, in pretty much all Asian cultures. Like, you can't just make one. Usually it has to be, like, a priest that makes it for you because it's, like... If you don't, like, it's, like, some iRobot shit. And that's my thing about, like, AI. Like, basically, they're, like, technological golems. But, like, the way that we program this sort of algorithm shit, we don't know, like, white people don't know enough. But really, white people don't know enough about how things function on, like, a spiritual level. Because once you give something consciousness, it's, it's within the spiritual realm. Right. About how, like, literally, like, okay, solve this problem. Like, you could be that problem. And what and what is consciousness besides the ability to have awareness, mm-hmm. right? Let's just like let's just break that down, and that's a that's a some I'm losing myself on that. Like consciousness is nothing. The ability to be conscious, like the fact that you can look at something, the fact that you can observe something, the fact that you can take in information, and a golem is designed to take in the information necessary for that prime directive to be acquired and maintained. So, end of the day, they're extremely aware. (laughs) So, you gotta be careful. So, don't, like, just, like, go online and, like, oh, I'm gonna make a golem to deal with this situation. That, for, like, literally, even Europeans, no, there were rights and, yeah, like, there's rights that, like, you can't, you... You gotta really have your spirit work together. Your spirit work has to be together. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, like, I wouldn't say that it's hard, but it's real specific. Like, mm-hmm. it's real, it's like, it's like the mix between metaphysics, witchcraft, and alchemy. Like, you've got to, like, have your measurements exact. If you're, if the shit is off by a little, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, if you ever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, we were talking, like, okay, like, Robot Chicken did a Harry Potter spoof where, like, like a kid said, like, a wrong, a, a spell wrong, and it was like, he was off by one syllable, and it wasn't even, like, he switched the vowel, he just, like, he just, like, put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, and that made his hand turn into a monkey and chew, like, his head off. Mm. And it's, like, golem-making is that specific. Not hard, you know what I'm saying? Espeliamos between espeliamos, you know what I'm saying? It's, like... Okay, like you should be able to give someone said a spelling amus, you should be able to say that. You know what I'm saying? And, and if anything, if they if you trust them as a master, have them say it multiple times until you get it before you open your mouth with the ashe and your wand and be like a spelling amus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like know how to say it, right? So it's just like make sure you have your shit studied, and then when you realize it, it's like okay, like it's actually not that difficult. It just has to be very exact. Um. And that's that. I know nobody's golem is coming out because that's the other thing. Like people can make you their golem too. But anyway, let's let's not go there. Let's not. We don't have time. That's an episode in and of itself. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. So somebody that I will admit is still very special to me was um, once said while we were on a shroom trip <laughs> that I am like a gargoyle, and I agreed with her. Okay. Um, it's it's this it's this watchtower. It's this um <laughs> it's this, 
it's this very lighthousey energy. You know what I'm saying? Like if like a, a lighthouse in its spiritual function is also a gargoyle. Like it's except for lighthouses can't move. That's really the only difference. But um, you know, we thrive at night. Um, and end of the day, like. I get where she was coming from because I was very much like an owl just like perched on like a stool and just like kind of like looking at everything that was happening in the room. Mm-hmm. But like I wasn't like mad creepy or anything, but she just like noticed me and was like, Jack, you're like a gargoyle right now. It's like, I know you're watching over everything, you're protecting the energy. And I was like, cut it out, right? So, and she was at OD, right? Because I was like, all right, now nah, like this nigga's wild. Like I gotta like, we gotta calm him down and it will work, right? So, end of the day, that's oh, how gargoyles really are. You know you're a gargoyle if you can actually affect the atmosphere. It's more than being a night owl and not necessarily wanting to be out during the daytime. The sun is the enemy, but it's okay. Um, it's not really the enemy, but you know, we just get we we're more drained by the sun than energized by it. Um, that's the other thing. If y'all think these planets are are just giving you energy and they're not pulling any energy from you out of your mind um <laughs> planets and celestial things um so you know you're a gargoyle also if you're just an extremely observant person if you like find a good vantage point and just like really see what everything is if you're that person that can't help but look for the exits in the room <laughs> if you're that person that really like you know what i'm saying like Black parents try to build gargoyles. Black communities, you know what I'm saying, try to build gargoyles and then our people just because we like we need it to literally be safe. Like the idea that you gotta sit facing the door at a restaurant is a very gargoyle like thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like you just like nah, like I don't know what's coming in this bitch, what's going out this bitch in the best way we can get out this bitch. <laughs> and, and that's that. But, like, the difference between, like, a gargoyle and, like, a golem is, like, a gargoyle is a creature that order, or, already already exists. And I want to say that, like, I'm, like, again, careful with the word demonic. I want to say, like, a lower frequency being. Mm-hmm. That's, like, when it's born, it's like, okay, what can I do for... Indeed. Somebody yeah. else, and they'll, like, they'll align themselves with, like, causes they feel privy to to protect places and things that they feel privy to to protect right absolutely if you ask if you if you if you ask and ask nicely you know what i'm saying and you know give them a little what they need they might need a little something something and um end of the day like also gargoyles like have their own will like they're like where's like the and the other difference between them and gargoyles like gargoyles gargoyles are sentient fully you know what I'm saying? So, like, if if you begin to slip off your prime directive, they are not there to help you maintain that shit. That's not what they're there for. Like, for the most part, it's like, okay, like... You said you were about this. Oh, you're actually not about this? I'm not doing I'm this. Out. Yeah. <laughs> like, Carl will be out on that ass. Like, it just is what it is. Like, so, um... All that I said about gargoyles, like it's really like gargoyles are really simple, you know, like they're like their thing, and like a lot of us are gargoyles and don't even know it. Um, again, a lot of us are multiple things, you know what I'm saying? Like bays of mermaid, we should be. If, I mean, if we don't drag it, we can talk about mermaids, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's pretty talk about it, so we just don't have a picture. Um, 
And if and then end of the day, like there's so many things that we that we are. People like to think only about their initial carnation as the thing that they are, but it's like okay. There's beyond that. You've picked up things along the way. You picked up DNA along the way. You picked up, you know what I'm saying, spiritual essence along the way that mm-hmm. now shapes like this other being. You know what I'm saying? That like you are an amalgamation of. So um, being a gargoyle is a very good trait to have on this planet. So if there's a lot of us, especially in the black queer community, um, trust me, because a lot of us are like, there's the ones that take center stage all day long and are the pixies and the, and, and the fairies and et cetera of it all. And then there's the ones that you know could be the star of the show, but are also very much like like cutting back and really just looking at everything going on. Um, and that's just because we have to be safe. So, yeah. Main job is safety in all, in all aspects, including energetic safety. So, Griffin... Griffins. I don't know anything about griffins, really. Griffins are interesting, man. Like, like so, griffins are a literal um, chimera. They um, were created, right? Source sphinxes, but this is also why they, you know, it just is what it is. Because there's levels of things that we just, we're just not going to get into. Like, we wouldn't be here all day if I try to like get into like who created sphinxes and who created right. Um, but griffins are very much a symbol of strength. They are, if, if the people are not so much griffins as like you are a kind of person if you have one by you. Um, okay. You are a extremely. <sighs> okay. If you got yourself a griffin. Well, what do griffins do? Like, what are they? Griffins are something like dragons without the. Uh, that's not true. Like they like they have like like okay like we'll get to dragons later. But just to, as an example, you know how like dragons are extremely finicky. Like they like and, like they I will love you one second and the next second you are boring the fuck mm-hmm. out of them and that's it. Um, griffins are like have that attitude. Mm-hmm. But they don't actually follow through with it. Like, griffins are very much like dragons in that, like, they're there to protect you. They will fight for you. They will literally transport you from one place to the next. They will do X, Y, and Z. Um, You know, they are good luck. They're good luck more on the lines of commerce. So, like, if you've got a griffin, not something that's saying you make, like, really good, like, trade deals. Mm -hmm. Um... And they, they're really like a, a super symbol of, of strength, and you're probably just a really strong person too. Um, I don't know that. Um, 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 yeah, you're probably a really strong person as well. So. The other thing, though, about it is if you have a griffin, you're probably super clingy. <laughs> They're very loyal. Yeah. Almost to a fault. So, yeah. That's griffins. It's just like having <laughs> griffins. Griffin door. The next thing is sphinx. 
So Sphinx is, like I was saying, a lot like a griffin in that it is a chimera and was created, but it's also nothing like a griffin because you can't, like, have a Sphinx. A Sphinx has you. Right. <laughs> Sphinx are, like, spiritual locks in um, an outward manifestation. Right. So, like, if you wanted to, like, Like, say if you had, like, a secret you didn't want anybody to know or, like, the way to do something that, like, wasn't ever intended to be common knowledge. Like, you lock it away, like, with, like, a sphinx, basically. But that cost you something. And it cost you a mission. Sphinxes are the ones telling you to do shit, I promise. Like, people's like, oh, yeah, I got a sphinx. And I was like, no, girl, that sphinx has you. It's like, like having, like, an account in, like, the Cayman Islands or, like, at a Swiss bank. Like, yeah, like, your money is hitting away, but, like, you're constantly in danger. Like, isn't it, like, I wouldn't even, like, put it that, like, put it like that always. But, I mean, it is true. A lot of the shit that needs to be done is, is um, dangerous. So, um, but... Really, like, it's just, like, you gotta, like, like you gotta do shit for what it is that they have have kept for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it's not, sometimes it doesn't come from, if, like, only from you giving them a secret or giving them something that you want to, to be well hidden or give them something that you want them to bind up because they will also bind something, like... All of this, I bind you, Nancy, from Doom and Harm. If she would have said, I bind you to this Sphinx over here that is a friend of mine that's from Doom and Harm, like, Nancy would have been carried away and nobody would have ever known who Nancy was and every bit of trauma Nancy put out into the universe would have been taken away. So it's big shit to have a Sphinx that fucks with you. Um... There aren't, like, a million Sphinxes. There, you know what I'm saying? Like, whereas they're, like, quadrillion bazillion fairies and pixies there are like maybe 5,000 which is still a big number considering how huge they are um, that's the other thing like if you're getting taken somewhere by a sphinx 9 times out of 10 it's gonna be like another planet or galaxy although the work is still very terra um, you know what I'm saying um, beneficial so when a Sphinx carries you, it's probably carrying you to another galaxy. Um, because they're humongous. They fly ridiculously fast. And again, they're taking you to do something that they need you to do. Again, it might not always come from you um, having given the secret. Sometimes they might just need you to do the thing and because they fuck with you, it's not times I said that they fuck with you because you are the the, the energy perfect perfectly aligned to do this thing and people who have sphinxes are astral projectors period if you haven't astral projected at all or at least don't have any memory of it nine times out of ten you don't have a sphinx because i promise you you will remember that experience like they will pull you out of your body and take you wherever the fuck they need you to be to do whatever work they have you doing in the astral realm like a sphinx is not Okay, so we're moving on to dragons. Dragons. Ugh, this is another, yeah. like, big one, because, like, as far as, like, the metaphysical realm, 
Like, dragons are, like, a physical entity. And they also have, like, a greater um, metaphysical sense, like, within the universe as sort of, like, creating, like, the structure in which, like, all things exist. And they're, like, ginormous. They're, like, probably 12 beyond, like, like, I would say at least... They, like, you can see them clearly in the, like, the 12th dimension, but, like, they're far, God knows, like, gods know how big they actually are. They're, like, huge things. Right. Like, ha. <laughs> the thing about dragons is that they're mo- they're so multidimensional, that's even why they're, like, up in those upper realms and huge still even if you were to experience them in those upper realms, because, like, usually when a, when a thing is huge here, if you join them in their realm, they're the size that a normal, you know what I'm saying, like, thing would be. But dragons are so huge because, like, they are literally manifested in all of the realms. So, um, well, at least from that octave down, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, so, um, that 12th octave, that, that 12th note in that octave down to at least, like, the next so that's why like you know things like Komodo dragons like they are an actual dragon they they carry all the messages that they carry and the things and the omens and etc that they carry because of that energy that they are indeed calling from realms above them and below them so all of that also said the fact that back in the day there were real physical like third dimensional dragons walking around the world. The fact that, you know, different cultures have mm-hmm. different dragons, you know what I'm saying? And all these different things, different kinds of dragons, these this kind of like Eurocentric dragon with the like wings like that and then the Asian dragon which is snake like and all kinds of things like that. They um, all they all real and exist and they all they, they all huge that humongous where like they are standing right in front of you as huge as they look, but also that big. In dimensions higher and moving. I will say, like, dragons exist because of consciousness type. So, like, even the, like, there's, like, dragon otters, for instance. Like, it's, um, and, like, dragon energies create the space. Whereas, like, so we were talking about how those, like, how these different mythological creatures, um, appear within human interactions. Like, if you're a person that is a space creator, like, you don't necessarily deal in, like, the minutia of how things get done or, like, how things created. Like, you're literally setting up the space for that for that thing to come to us and protecting the space and making sure no one invades that space. Like, that's why, like, the part of the reason why they're so massive and, um dwell on so many dimensional planes because, like, it's literally, like, okay, the space for this thing to emerge into life needs to happen. Like, a dragon or dragons will gather around and create that space. And that is a space for that within existence. Right. Like, if you, like, know how to... Even, like, something that's similar as know how to get what niggas together in a party, like, you know which people to get together in a room to make a certain thing happen... Like, you have a dragon energy. Right. You can also have a dragon. I've got, like, three. Um, dragons are fun. 
You gotta have fun with dragons. Dragons are people that don't have to use their sexual energy. Dragons are not for like sex is creation. Mm-hmm. So right, but like, also, no. no, continue. No, like that Rick and Morty episode. Dragons are some right. some weird shit. It's mad funny, <laughs> but um, no, Leah, like you, like when you have dragons, and not only when you are a dragon energy yourself, and if you are nine times out of ten, you have some dragon brothers in the astral realms. Um, that do hang around you. Um, you gotta have fun with them things. Like, you can't, like, leave them. Like, they can't be in a cage just, like, chilling because they will revolt. Like, dragons will absolutely revolt on your ass. Like, the mutiny. <laughs> What's going on, Rayvon? Um, so, yeah. That's mostly it about dragons. If anybody feels the dragon energy and has a question, you can always ask questions. We've been through so many things. Um, hopefully, you guys will see this on your own because, you know, some of y'all couldn't hang, and that's fine. Um, yes, yeah, teach a class online. Um, <laughs> all right, thank you. Wish you could stay. We are talking about some real good shit in terms of, like, how the mythical creatures can also be archetypes for yourself or you can have that energy around you. Um, so, we're almost there, like, this is our last episode, like, we're, we're, at the end of our list, we only have one more to go, and like, two, like, we have a couple more things to talk about, but, um, oh, let me look for a picture of Mermaid, um, yeah, so we can try to add that in. So, the next one is on head, angels. Hold on one second, wow, um, um, can you say a few more things about dragons? Like you, like well, not in, not, not without spilling all your tea. Um, you have a lot of dragons in your spiritual court. That's what I'm saying. Where I have just like the energy, but I don't have any actual dragons in my spiritual court. Tons of dragons. Like I literally know how to like create space, whereas like Jack is someone that literally um, has things like where I have to like work to do it like Jack has like just has like the energy like you've thought about it like people will hit him up it's really true like I was thinking about doing this and like where I have to like get these people together Jack was like Jack was like well I thought about doing this and like somebody will hit him up the next day like Jack (laughs) it's true but yeah I mean, like, dragons are, are simple as well. You just gotta, like, if you keep them entertained, they will stick around. If you let them, if, if you're not entertaining them, if you let them go out and entertain themselves, they will come back whenever it is time to come back. And there is a difference between holding space and creating space. Dragons don't hold space that well. They create the space. And sometimes they need to be there in order for the space to continue, and other times they can totally just like dip, depending on the kind of dragon. Meaning, like if if it's a dragon with ice energy, it's gotta stay. If it's a dragon that is indeed with fire energy, it doesn't have to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like anymore to maintain that heat, like the heat will stay on its own. So, like, oh, like, Mayan Zodiac. Like, you look up, like, your Mayan Zodiac, like, there's actually, like, a Zodiac sign. And, um, 
Maya talks about like the red dragon, like which is like one that I am that literally like is the grid that is creating the universe. Louise. Um so the the big one of the night. Angels. Angels. Watching over me. I'm so I look terrible. Okay, oh you gotta say the um that's funny you do that though. So let's talk about angels are actually (laughs) angels are actually assholes. Let's just be real about it. Angels are assholes. Angels are assholes. And I swear to you, like, yo, like when you have angel energy, and again, I'm not going to spill my tea, when you have angel energy, people are going to take what you say the wrong way. And it don't always be your fault. And sometimes it is. So please be an angel that checks themselves because an angel that checks themselves is not an asshole, even if somebody thinks you're an asshole. Explain what, like, you want to explain what angels are? I feel like I told, I've, I've done too many explanations. Well, no. not like I've over talked to you. Like, me too, Louise. Um, what are angels? Like, angels are complicated because angels are sort of like a rule breaking in sort of energetic existence. They like, right, angels. something very specific which are was created, right, outside of like the natural order of things. That are necessitated. Necessitative. That's necessitative. Necessary. Necessary for existence. Like, angels are not part of, like, the fundamental needs for life to exist. Right. Angels are capable of miracles because they themselves are one. Mm. So, it's... It's miracle energy. You don't use your angel energy for no normal shit. Like, niggas that are like, I'm gonna, like, call Angel Gabriel because he's the Earth Angel and get this money. No. Like, not a, like it's not gonna go, it's not going to work unless you're talking about miraculous. Like, you go to him when you want to win the lottery for real, for real, for real. And you gotta give him the energy, love, and understanding and dedication that says... I am ready for this big book because miracles are also not just like shit that happens easily. Like that's mad work. Literally, psychic energy. Angels are like a duplication Uh, of everything we just talked about prior for like a specific deity's use. So like everything we talked about prior, like there's angels that like there are leagues and realms of angels. Which do like all the like mythical creatures we talked about beforehand. There are angels that do that, but for the like for the bid of one specific deity. Except on dragon level. I don't know if there are any dragon level There are. Any, oh, okay. Um and and Sure, but that deity doesn't like actually need those things done because those things are already getting done. The reason that deity created the angels was because he thought that he could do things better and protect things better. And he created things that could alter um, the way things have gone or things were planned to go 
for whatever it is that he thinks is best. So to go back to the lion elephant thing where the baby elephant was gonna it was already preordained and it was understood by the fairies that run those two animals that this animal was going to be um, part of feeding this lion in order for the destiny that is associated with that lion staying alive over that elephant um, comes to fruition the angel that good, that could potentially guard that elephant can say, actually, it's not so. <laughs> and veto the decision because that particular deity said, for whatever reason, they have favor on that elephant. But that's not, that's not without consequence. Of course not. And um, it doesn't always work because you can't, like, if something's, like, really important and source consciousness is really like, nah, motherfucker, this shit needs to happen, then it's gonna happen the way source says it's gonna happen. This deity would like to act like it's source. His book says it's he's source, but that's not the case. He's, like, everybody else in that realm, essentially. Um, so... That being said, um, to have angel energy, the difference is like it, you might actually be that angel reincarnated. Whoa, mind blast, right? But also, um, it doesn't always mean that you have uh, um, angels around you. It just means that now that there has been created this energy that is capable of miracles, it has to have natural... Necessative. It has to have natural existence, right? So now that it's here, source consciousness has to have a hand in creating things from itself naturally that will match that energy and continue that energy's legacy in a way that is not associated with that deity. So it doesn't mean that suddenly... You gotta be careful because you can fuck things up more often than not with angel energy. So it's not that you... Um, are beholden to that deity because you have angel energy. You might be because of how you got it or who you exactly are, but some angels are not connected to him at all. What I want you to do, because I have to pee, um, is for people out there, because like we have time, um, explain the difference, and I'll, I'm going to keep the door open so I can listen, of the leagues of angels. I'm not even going to say classification. Like, they're literally, like, leagues. So, like, cherubim, seraphim, orphim, um, well, no, um, archangel, and nephilim. That's hard, because... Do you, do you um, want to do that? I'd rather not. Like, honestly, you can find a lot of that in the Bible and in the Apocrypha, I think. You can yes. find it in... Um, in a little Google Smuggle. And it's not, like, most of the information on the angels is very accessible, um and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm still going to those classifications is because end of the day there are certain angels that don't have any actual like effect in terms of like what you can do with them um or have its manifestations in who you are we chose this Ezekiel based angel because end of the day that is more what you as an angel would be like in your own personage. You would be more... I hope that's not getting picked up too well. Uh, You'd be more like this Ezekiel 
situation here, whereas like you have three very distinct um, personalities and functions that come together in order for you to perform certain miracles. Um, if you want to work high magic and work with angels, you gotta look into the high, the the higher key of Solomon the King. Um, if you want to look into certain lower magic, which would be demons, which some of you are demons and some of you have demons and some of you command demon hordes and things of that nature, that is also a very um, thing that you can do. In fact, let's just talk about it. Demons are not necessarily angels that fell. Um, demons are things that are mostly associated with the lower level. The demons that were angels that fell are angels that been against Yahweh and decided to vibrate at lower levels and fuck with the pixies more than the fairies. So it so you know, end of the day, um both demons and angels perform miracles in those ways. Right. Um That's why I said loosely, that? like yeah. I I Right. Cause it's a very Christian idea of like all demons or what you just said and I was right. like, no, no, they're de- de- they're like demons are angels that fell. Like demons are their own. If I have to like give like an like an exactness to the like pronunciation, to the pronunciation yeah, or to the, to the spelling, the, like even the spelling. It's said the same way for the most part. Um, or it's supposed to be said the, the, the same way for the most part, as it reads. But. Um, yeah, moving on, but some mermaids. Yeah, let me give me a second to cue this up. Um, I'm doing this live right now. Um, in it, let you talk about your people, the the, the mermaids. Ugh, mermaids. Angels and mermaids tend to get together. Hold on. Oh, let me accept this angel. Mermaid, you can be a little bigger. Alright. <sighs> mermaids. Hot, like, this is hard to get this. We might have to do, like, an episode <laughs> on mermaids nah. just for me not to <laughs> cry. <laughs> uh, research time. Are there even... Oh, wait. Micah had a question. Are there even more levels to um, demons than the average stereotype? We, I think you were on when we said it. Um, I think you were on when we said it, but for the most part, the the deeper levels to demons is is that like most things again that are referred to in the spelling of the D A E M O N um, versus the Christian D E M O N are beings from the lower dimension, so the dimensions vibrating lower than what we are considering the third dimension. I don't know who said, but. That's what we got. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being said, they tend to have more draining effects on what it is that we do in this like physical realm in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like what they do costs more. Like trolls are are daemon because there's a cost associated with them working their situation. Pixies, Gargoyles, you know, pixies. Like pixies manipulate things into other things on a regular basis. So but it's transactional. At the end of the day, that's still a transactional 
function. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, like, sure. Like, we were saying that um, earlier that, like, fairies will sweat and the pixie will take that sweat and turn it into fuel. You know what I'm saying? But end of the day, like, that's still something that costs that fairy, like, more energy towards digestion, towards, quote-unquote, digestion, if you will. And that energy has to go to pixies for it to be able to continue to have energy to do what it does, you know? So it's like, mostly, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, fairies don't need to eat anything from anything. Right. Right. We also said earlier those pixies are inside these fairies, so it's like really still like a self-sustaining. Like these pixies are still like still are these fairies in a in a respect. So like it's a self-sustaining system for the fairy, but the pixie needs something for that transaction to occur. So like pixies um, are like fairy mitochondria, right. where like our mitochondria have different DNA than us. But they still function inside of us, if you want to think of it in that that sort of right. term. Mermaids, on the other hand, are what we can would consider like more humanoid, um, but with a huge environmental impact. Like mermaids are their own people that dwell within this dimension and others. That um, enact the will of some of the things we talked about before, like fairies and pixies and things like that. They're sentient beings that can hear, see, and um, commune with these things in order to, like, because they are bigger in a quote unquote sense, um, enact the will of these things. Um, mermaids are like interdimensional beings um, that some people come from. Like, they were once... Well, no, not they're not really once human. Like, that, I think, it's the other way around. Like, humans come from mermaids and not mermaids come from humans. If you want to think of it that way. Because um, we were all in the sea at once. The sea is um, the, the, um, the um, ambionic fluid of life if you want to think of that in terms. And, like, seas and waters, like, cross dimensional barriers and um, physical... Like, so if you want to think of mermaids, mermaids are, like, the yolk sack of life. Um, of existence. And they feed the things in that... Well, they make sure, like, like food, like, whether that be, like, spiritual or, me- like, metaphysical or literal... Like, get to certain creatures. Um, so, nine times out of ten, like, if you're a really great cook, and, like, this is what I say, like, a really great cook. Like, you're a person that can cook for many people. Like, the amount of people you have to cook for doesn't affect your recipe. Or, like, you can know how to do that without thinking about it too much. Possible mermaid lineage. Um, if you think of sort of, without telling too much, like, African-based lineages, like, how everything is family-style. served. like, there are no individual servings of food. Like, the food is made for the family or the community and is divvied up. Mermaids do that in the sense of existence. Like, they, like... Okay, this has been divvied up and allotted. 
you like bring you here. Um, do you have anything to add to that? No. I would I would say like I feel like mermaids work more with water sprites and water fairies than just any elemental. Right. But um I think people underestimate water in the There's idea. There's one everywhere. Right. And the idea that like they're limited to water or can't spend time in air, like I've had to tell mermaids that mermaids can fly. And then um, they're like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, you just gotta like swim in the air particles, in the water particles, moisture particles in the air. And they're like, oh. And some of them like get it and can do it automatically because it's like, you're right, like literally there's water and everything. If I wanted to swim through this land, like I would just have to change my molecular structure to make this molecular structure work with my life, like the water that's inside it. It's like perfect. So. They can work with everything, but end of the day, when it comes to like the enacting the will part, it's like they mostly enact the will of things that um, are in charge of what's going on in the sea. So, um, and they're individuals in the sense that, like, different from fairies, as a sense where like there is. A collective mind, and like that collective mind is delineating things that need to be done within those elements. Like mermaids, literally, like work with what suits them. They want things, yeah. Have wills and desires of their own. Fairies are like very, very, very a hive mind. Very much a hive. Like. All the wood fairies got to do this. All the water fairies got to do this. Your responsibilities may be more specialized, but, like, it's a thing that needs to be done where, like, mermaids are just like, I like to do this, and I'm good at this, so I'm going to do this. Right. Like, a lot of the fairy movies that we see where, like, you know, there's that one, like, fairy that's like, I'm going to break for the moon. Like, that fairy is defective. Like, that fairy, like, like, that's not a thing that, like, occurs on a regular basis and when it does like usually there are calamitous effects <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like think like, about like all the think about movies like you've seen the bitch like she <laughs> we, we can't have it she always managed to fix it because of the fairies that know her role around her but like, like the mold is there because they don't but they don't they don't really exist like the, like it's really for, for things to really run smoothly like everybody is plugged into the same thought process and that and that's it and they just know where they fit in there's never a second where they're out of formation it's not like literally like they'll wake up second is kind of preordained like, where like mermaids have to counsel with each other like wait what are you doing over here right um but that's that oh Jack you had to talk a little louder the people Oh. Out here. Can't hear you. You're like, Jack is off to the side. Like, just our little Jack bubble. Because um, he can't be on camera. Because of spiritual reasons, as it says. In the thing. Um, we have mermaids. Oh. So, what we're going to do um, for the upcoming episodes. Like, the mermaids was our last thing. So, I... Let me get this image ready. 
Huh? Oh, you want to take my phone? Okay. I have never seen Steven Universe. <laughs> All right. Um. Larissa, what was the last thing you heard? Wait a minute. Oh. There we go. Okay. Oh, this is like way too big. Ooh, there's so many seasons. We're gonna we're gonna have to start so much farther back than so many of these characters are in. Um so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take um Mixed sites on the Steven the Universe, Universe journey. journey. Um, and he, and it's so funny because, like, I've seen maybe like the first two seasons, so after that, I'm also going on the journey. Um, we have, I mean, it's not that we have nothing else to do, like, I'm definitely like practicing and like we're gonna, like, you know, do our projects and do this stuff and things of that nature, but like. Of all the times we've been trying to figure out how to binge Steven Universe, we have the time now. Yeah. <laughs> there was time now. There's time now. So we're gonna do binge some lives Steven about Universe that. Do some lives uh, as reaction videos to Steven Universe. So, um, yeah, come through, talk through Steven Universe with us. Try your best not to give us spoilers when we like are coming to understandings, and. Um, you know, if we say something right, say, yeah, you're right. And when we, if we say something wrong, be like, mm, just wait and see. And we're like, ah, no, girl, don't tell me we're wrong about this, but it's fine. I, I know I, I know that they will twist and turn us because I remember the first two seasons and it was shit that I was like, wait a minute. There's been more seasons than movies. It's, so, it's, it's crazy. It's so many seasons. So I can't wait to do that. Um, I guess I don't know when you want to start that. Well, probably tonight. We can start tonight. Yeah, I don't yeah, see yeah. why not. Um, the plan is to make some like edibles, and um, we're not doing that tonight. Oh, okay. Well, like I'm gonna make some edible, and we're gonna watch Steven Universe, and um, see where the journey is. Like everybody's been telling me about it. Like the kids at work. It's like, but you've never seen Steven Universe, and I've just never been. Um. Around to catch when it comes on, or like by the time, like people were really like pressuring me to get into it, I just haven't like took it, taken the time to like sit around and watch it. So like we're gonna do that now that like there's times and like I can just like we can like binge it constantly. I'm sure we're gonna get caught in a rabbit hole, and this is all that we're gonna be watching for the rest of the quarantine. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be over soon. Word. Um, this out. Um, hopefully, it'll all be over soon. I'm gonna expand this so you guys can see that. Make sure you follow us on Block Talk Radio slash Anukai. All the spellings are up there. Um, follow us on Instagram. Um, find our podcasts wherever podcasts are available. So that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. 
Stitcher. We're on YouTube. So if you missed us live, you can definitely catch us on our YouTube page. So just search a new country on YouTube. You'll find us. Um, and thank you for joining us in our, this is a long one, Mythological Creatures in the Spiritual Applications episode. Um, anything you want to add? Um, nope. That's about it. <laughs> so that's it. We'll catch you guys next week. And thank you for sitting with us under the Anugai tree. Yeah. If you're recording at the end, go to the beginning. Especially you, Larice. You got half of the shit in the end. <laughs> so you might have some angel energy, but you, but you know, that shit in the beginning, we talked about your people, first of all. All right. Good night, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.